Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. In today's episode of The Cutback, courtesy of the Barn Burners Podcast Network, we will be previewing the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And without further ado, let's get to it. First game, Saturday at 3.35 Central Standard Time. We'll talk in Central Time since that's where most of our listeners reside. Uh, On NBC, we got the Atlanta Falcons. The hot Atlanta Falcons. They hot right now. They're, they're the dirty birds right now. Yeah. Travel True. up to, to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I, I meant to say something, Q. When, when you look back at these, uh, at the wild card games, you look at the Titans and Chiefs game. The Titans had to play to get in, and the Chiefs were resting. Mm-hmm. They rested in week 16, and they lost. Then you look at the Falcons-Rams game. The Falcons had to play. They they had to play a tough team. They had to play the Panthers. and Well, the Titans played the Jags, so both played basically a pre-playoff game to get in. Yeah. And the Rams also rested in Week 16 and came out and were a little rusty. That offense wasn't clicking on all cylinders like we had seen. So, mm-hmm. um and those were the only two teams that rested because the Jags, the Jags didn't rest, but they may have rested, but they they still got the dub. Yeah. Um, and the Saints and Panthers, we know they both played. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I wonder if we'll see teams stop resting. And then it was the first thought I had when I looked at this Falcons at your Philadelphia Eagles game is the Falcons are clicking and the Eagles. Not only did they rest week 16, they had the bye week. Uh, Falcons are three-point favorites. This is the first time the number one seed has been underdog since 1970, basically since they started keeping up with this stuff. You're an Eagles fan. How are you feeling about Atlanta coming to town? Can can your boys do it without Carson Wentz? You got Nick Foles leading them. What, what are you thinking? What's the mood of Philly fans? I think we can pull it off. They come to Philly. It's cold. Not even being biased, though. Of course, they'll be rusty. They had the, you know, they rested week sixteen, had the bye. But I think that that bye week last week helped Nick Foles a lot. I think he'll get out there. and I think he'll surprise a lot of people in this game. Uh, I think also the defense will come up big. They're rested. Not too many dinged up guys on that side of the ball. So we'll we'll see. And that that defense has really been. Really good this year. Um, yeah, kind of not not really talked about a lot. Yeah, and to me, I, I like it like that. I like it like that. I don't like it, you know, like how the Jags they've been publicized all year about how good they've been. 
Well, the Eagles defense has been really good this year too. And they haven't been talked about as much. And I like it like that. But I think Nick Foles will come out. You know, they, they'll come out rusty. It, it, it just happens. Every team that has the bye weeks, they always come out a little rusty. We've seen it with Dallas last year when they had the bye week. They came out rusty and then they took too long to get started and they lost. But I, I think it's – the Eagles are a different team. They're a different team. Um, but they they – Preparation was the key, and I think they'll be well prepared. They had a chance to watch them. They had a chance to watch the Falcons against the Rams, and I hope they took some good notes from that and game. the Panthers and the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, and I hope they, you know, yep, they had you know, watched the Panthers too, and I hope they took some really well notes and prepared really well for this game. I think they'll get them. I think, you know, the Falcons have been, they've been on fire. They've been hot. They're dirty birds right now, like you said, but you can't stay hot forever. <laughs> you can't stay That's out true. forever and That's you're going true. to a nice cold Philly, a dome team coming to Philly. Them boys used to that cold, man. The Falcons not. They're not used to that cold weather, man. So hey, you can't stay out forever. That cold weather in Philly gonna cool them off. Philadelphia takes it and move on to the NFC championship. I can see it now, baby. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad you can because I'm seeing the Falcons doing the Dirty Bird uh, in the Eagles end zone in a two-minute drive led by Matt Ryan uh, pulling it out in Philly. Uh, I I just – maybe you're right. Maybe these weeks off have helped Nick Foles. Uh, Maybe they practiced hard in week 16, practiced hard early last week, and, uh, you know, treated this week like a real game week. I really don't know don't know how that works in the NFL because you got to get the guys over the injuries. But the Eagles seem Eagles seem to be really healthy, um, other than of course Carson Wentz and uh, I think Brandon Graham is dealing with that ankle injury, but he's expected to play. So uh, for that defense, what what worries me is in Foles' three games that he started, the uh, the offense is just kind of stalled out. I mean they're the percentage of three and outs is up to 45% from 29% when, uh, when Carson was back there and the average points per drive is currently at 1.2 when with Carson, it was at 2.4 um, and the league average is 1.8. So, and, and part of that is Foles just getting tossed in the fire and things like that. Shout out to uh, Neil Greenberg of the Washington Post. I got those stats from your article, Neil. So appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I think the Falcons, I think they're hot enough to, to go into Philly and get a win. If Philly is going to win the game, now, it, it's going to be Fletcher Cox and Chris Long uh, putting pressure on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's not mobile. And, and this Philly defense, they got the corners that, that can stick with the with Sanu. Um, of course, no one can stick with Julio, but the Eagles got enough back there to to keep him contained, I think. Um, and if, if they can pressure Matt Ryan and stop the run, the Falcons came out and ran the ball on the Rams uh, more than usual. Um, but the Rams defense is nowhere near as good as the Eagles against the run. So uh, maybe the Eagles surprise me, but right now I, I've got to go with, I got to go with Matt Ryan and the Falcons. I, I think they're just playing better. I think without 
Carson Wentz, I think the Falcons are the better team. I think they fulfill your prophecy of, uh, well, no, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, let me <laughs> let me not get ahead of myself. I, I was about to talk out of my ass. I, I don't think they're going. Um, yeah, man, sorry. This is one we're starting off going against each other on game one of the weekend. I hate to do it. And you're one of my best friends, but I don't think we're going to be seeing these Eagles fly in Philly. Okay. Well, hey, hey, I like when you go against the grain and, and pick against me, but we'll, we'll see. I, I, like I said, I think they'll – I think we'll surprise a lot of people. I mean – You know, we, we counted out since Wentz went down. But Foles has been in this situation before. It's not, this is nothing new to Nick Foles. This situation right here that he's in right now is nothing new to him. It's, not, it's just different players. That's true. Different time, different players. But this situation is is not new to him. He's been in this situation before in 2013 where he came out, he was balling and surprised a lot of people. But he he he's ready. Who, who, he's ready. Who, who, was he, who was he with in 2013? Who was he with? The Eagles. He was with my Philly Eagles, 2013. That's when he made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl in 2013. He took over and and did his thing. So this is the same situation. It's just later in the season for him. Yeah, it's going to look odd because he just got threw out there in week 15. He's not used to the guys. He's not Carson Wentz. So he, Carson Wentz been in the center all year. So he got to get used to the guys. And I think these past you know, two or three weeks, he's had enough time to gel with the guys a little bit with Alshon, Jeffrey, and and those guys. Uh, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Yeah. He will be fine. I guess he has been in these situations before. Um, but anyways, I'm rolling with Matty Ice. Uh, the the, the <laughs> over-under in this game is 41.5, so about 20 points from from both teams. If you were a betting man, would you take the over or the under on that? That's a tough one. I, I, I think I, I think I got to roll with the over too. I think I think yeah, that's low for this over. game. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they might be underestimating Nick Foles in that regard. I think he can. Yeah. I think he can put up seventeen, twenty points. I think he can too. Yeah, I'm taking the over. <laughs> uh, so all right, you got you got Eagles, of course, and I got Falcons in game one. Let, let's move on. And this is where. If you're a Titans fan, we don't want to disappoint you. We want you to keep listening. But this is not going to be like the last time we talked about the Titans. Uh, Titans are 13-and-a-half-point underdogs in New England. Um, they haven't beat New England since 2002. Uh, that's, that's a long time ago. That, that's longer than since their pre, last previous playoff win, uh, which was in 2004. The game is at 7.15 on CBS. Q, tell me something that the Titans fans want to hear. Man, I'm going to be honest. I don't have anything good to say. <laughs> I, I got one thing. I got one thing. <laughs> I I, congratulations for making it to the division of Ram. <laughs> I mean, hey, we, we can uh, rally on this one. Get the Super Bowl for you well, guys. I, I got one bright spot. I got the Patriots defense is worse than the Chiefs defense against the run. And the Titans had 202 rushing yards last week. So 
So that's my bright spot for the Titans. That that's really about all I got, man. Hey, that's probably all you're gonna get too is <laughs> last week's stats because it's not gonna be the same game. Here's my here's my theory on this game, though. I think it's gonna start out the same way the Chiefs game started out. You know, with the twenty-one-three halftime at halftime, I think it'll be the same way. But that second half, it won't be the same result that the Titans got. You know, injury or not, it don't matter. They playing Tom Brady, man. They playing Tom Brady. He's, you know, he's won without without got Rob Rob Gronkowski. He's won without Rob Gronkowski before. So what? What's the difference now? It ain't they playing the Titans. So, you know, I don't really expect much from the Titans this game at all. They all I can say is the Titans need to do what they did last game, I and mean, that's throw everything they got, everything they got at the Patriots. Because that's what they did against the Chiefs. They threw everything they had at them. And I was, I was proud of this. And I'm like, what the hell that shit been at all year? Throwing just everything you got. But that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to, but they're going to have to really throw everything they got at the Patriots, defensively and offensively. It won't be, you know, it won't be an 18, you know, uh, 18 point comeback for them guys. It, it'll, it'll be, or 19 or whatever it was. They, they, there's no coming back. If they down 21 three at the half, might be 42 to three at the end of the game. So <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Hey, Come on. Hey, 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 hey. The Patriots, once they get on your neck, they don't let up. They petty. That's the Patriots are a petty team. Once they got you down, they foot on your neck, they not gonna let up. They don't That's do that true. too often. But I, Bill Belichick I feel like, I feel, like I feel like they're more petty against teams that have been good they may, they might be like oh it's the titans let's take our guys out and rest for next week <laughs> oh that's petty that's petty too that's disrespect <laughs> that's disrespect if they do that that's disrespectful you know because you got look man look i was watching pardon the interruption listen michael wilbon talk yeah and they were shout out pti yeah they were talking about the Titans chiefs game I forget the other guy's name. What's the other guy's name to be on there with, with Michael? Uh, Kornheiser. I forget his name. Kornheiser. Yeah, they, he asked him. He asked Michael Wilbon. So how do you think the Titans do next week? You think they'll go in and, and and uh, you know, do a little something? And he was like, Michael Wilbon was like, do what? Go up there and barbecue? That's about all they're going to be doing because <laughs> he said, they, he said they, they, they come out and get this fluke win against the Chiefs. He said, I don't expect nothing from them. So, so man, look, everybody's just been really disrespecting the Titans. Then I heard another guy say after the game, after the Chief Titans game, I forgot his name. He was on one of the, the post-game shows. He was saying that the Chiefs, they were talking about the Chiefs. And he was saying there's no excuse for the Chiefs to lose to the Titans because the Titans are the worst team in the playoffs. And I was like, man, they, they so disrespectful, man. So that That's uh, saying something when the Buffalo Bills are in the playoffs. Yeah, who tried to take? Exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, but the that's exactly what I said, base. The fucking Bills are in the playoffs. How the Titans? How are they the worst team? (laughs) They were the fifth seed. The Bills were the sixth seed, (laughs) and they still don't believe in the dang Titans, man. They do not. They do not believe in the Titans. They was disrespect. When I say disrespect, it's in all caps. 
disrespect with all caps, man. They were disrespecting the Titans, and they still are, you know. But, I mean, everybody in America was against the Titans last week. They didn't think they were going to win, not even the Titans fans. I hope you look, Titans fans, this is what I'm going to tell you. They got a big win last week against the Chiefs. Cool. That's big for Nashville. They make it to the second round of the playoffs. Don't y'all go into these second round thinking they're going to beat the damn Patriots. It's not going to happen in Foxborough. It's not going to happen. I don't give a damn. If Gronk get injured or whoever else, it's not going to happen. Not with Tom Brady behind center. It's just not going to happen. So don't get your hopes up. Be happy with, you know, with making it to the divisional round. That's cool, but man, he going he gonna to carve their ass up. <laughs> Carve the boys up, man. All right, so, so I, I don't think I think it's going to be as bad as you and, and most people think. I think I think the Titans have a a puncher's chance. Uh, one one because they're playing with house money. Nobody expects them to do anything. Uh, the Patriots kind of got all this hoopla going around right now uh, about Belichick, owner Robert Kraft, and Tom Brady kind of being in a feud over the. Jimmy Garoppolo trade and Brady's trainer and all that. We don't have time to get into all that today. Um, But also the Titans defense has been playing really, really well, um, especially other than that first half against the chiefs. Uh, They've been allowing 17, almost 18 points per game in the last seven games, which is not bad, but uh, I, I don't think that probably does not include the Steelers game. If I had to imagine and, um, most of the opponents were not – they damn sure weren't Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, another bright spot for Titans fans, in December, Tom Brady threw just six touchdowns and he threw five interceptions. So the Patriots are not playing their best football coming into the playoffs. But what really scares me, Q, last week we played Baby Gronk. You know, that's what they call Travis Kelsey, Baby Gronk, and, and he was tearing us up. Well, we plan we playing full grown, real grown ass man Gronk this week, and I don't think Jayon Brown and Avery Williamson can cover him. I I think whatever the Patriots want to do with Rob Gronkowski, they will do this week. Uh, they can't. Nobody on that tight defense is going Gronkowski. No. Hell, they barely go in uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I guess I guess Adoree Jackson will be on Brandon Cooks because yeah. uh, he was matched up with Tyreek Hill. They're they're pretty similar receivers, I'd say. Yeah. Look, man. Look, I understand the stats, the December stats on Tom Brady, but this is playoff Brady now. This ain't regular season. Regular season Brady and and, and playoff Brady, them two different people. <laughs> season Brady, he do that shit for practice. That's practice because he know he get in the playoffs. He in the AFC. He don't have much to worry about. There's not too many good teams in the AFC. Now, if he's in the NFC, he had to play every game. Kind of take games light all damn season. But when the playoffs come, he a whole nother man. That's a whole nother animal. That's a whole nother animal. This ain't look, Titans fans, this this is not this is not the Tom Brady, y'all think look, don't listen to stands and slim for y'all right now. <laughs> I'm about to fight y'all ass up. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm being brutally honest with y'all right now. He about to light that secondary up. But like the defense up, but I don't, I don't see who who gonna stop him. Who gonna stop him, man? The damn Steelers couldn't be there. He done beat the Steelers what twice this year. Steelers beat the hell out of the damn uh, Titans this year. 
That's a whole nother game. That's a whole nother league. Uh, That's a whole nother league. I don't expect them to. I don't expect them to stop him. Uh, no, I, I do think the Titans' defense. Um, you know, maybe they're playing at the right time. Maybe they're really coming together at the right time. But I, I don't think the Titans are going to win. I am just trying to be a beacon of hope for Titans fans. Q, you are out here crushing their dreams. Yeah, man, Shit, look, shitting in the bag, lighting it on fire. Uh, sometimes on you gotta. I hope. Look, I hope the Titans. I hope some of the players listen to me right now. I hope they listen to me right now. Because if they do, they can just use it for motivation, which is good. <laughs> which is good. And then they can come back and holler at me like, hey, man, remember what you said? I'm like, yeah, I helped y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, got, I, got, y'all. I got one more little beacon in me, I think. Uh, last week, the Titans used Arakpo mostly as a spy on Alex Smith. And with, with Tom Brady, you know, you don't got to worry about having a QB spy because he ain't yeah. he ain't going nowhere. So maybe they'll put Arakpo and uh, either Brown or Williamson. I, th- I think those two kind of rotate in and out of the game. Um, yeah. But th- they'll be the ones likely matched up with Gronk. And maybe maybe you can double-team him with Rack. Um, but I, I still don't think that's going to be enough. Because nah. when yeah, you look at the on. Titans, it used to always be that receivers killed us. But this year it seems like it's been tight ends and running backs. And that is – that's Tom Brady's bread and butter, especially this year. I mean, you got Gronk. You got the best tight end in the game. Then you got Deion Lewis in the Patriots' backfield who can – he can really do it all. He can run. Uh, he can catch. So if he's in the game, it's no like, oh, that's a scat back. You know, he's not going to run it. Deion Lewis can do it all. Um, Rex Burkhead, he can do it all too. But they usually they usually play here more just down the goal line now. Uh, but this, like you said, this is playoff Brady, playoff Belichick. Uh, who knows what we're going to see? The, the whole game plan could be changed, but I, I would think they'll try to keep this one pretty vanilla because they they assume that you know they should win this game. They're the better team, so I would assume they'll try to keep the play calling pretty vanilla and make it look like it looked in the regular season. And then also in the backfield, they got James White who he's he's the scat back, but that dude, he's a problem. He's got moves. Uh, wasn't the Super Bowl he had the big play? It, I mean, yeah. he makes plays. You know, you got to watch him. He, he's basically the third down back. Mm-hmm. And This then, is another one of those games, man. Just like that Falcons-Rams game last week with the experience, it's another one. This is it. Yeah. You know, this is another one of those games. He's braiding them. They've been here before. They know what it takes to get to a Super Bowl. They've won them. And and you got to assume that the Patriots are going to stack the box and not let Derrick Henry beat them. Yeah, they gonna they gonna force Mariota to throw that ball. They want they want they want him to throw that ball, man. Yeah, they know he down the leading league in interceptions this year, and they gonna force him to throw it. They're not gonna let it. Derrick Henry might do a little something, but he's not gonna be a hundred. What fifty six yards that he had last week? It's right. not gonna happen. It's not. That's not gonna happen again. Not against a Belichick team. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I could see him getting to a hundred just over yeah. the course of the game. But um, it's gonna be a hard hundred yards that he yeah. got to just really fight for. And when you got to usually when you have games like it, you don't win. Yeah, and and if if it goes as we expected to, then he's not gonna be getting the ball a lot in the second half. So, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe he doesn't come close to a hundred, but yeah. uh, and then you got you know we said that they're going to make Mariota make the plays, make the throws, 
the, you know, his favorite receiver is Delaney Walker, really on the outside. I, I don't think you're scared of Rashard Matthews. Um, he's, he's a solid receiver, not a number one option. Um, and I don't think you're scared of Corey Davis yet. Uh, he, he's caught a few passes, but really he's been rather underwhelming so far this year. You know, injuries aside, he, when he's been on the field, you just haven't seen that explosiveness. And I'm, that's probably yeah. due to injury. Um, so Mariota in the cold, does that worry you? Do you think that's going to affect his play? Do you buy into that cold weather team? You do, because you said the Falcons coming up to the cold. I, I, I do. I do in a in – a, I don't – the Titans don't play in a dome. I, I, I really – it's really to me with dome teams. Teams that play indoors. Okay, okay. It kind of affects them a little bit. I don't think it just fully affects them. But I don't think it'll affect Mariota because he's playing outside. It was cold as hell. <laughs> The day they play the Jags, that shit was cold. That was brutal. That was brutal, dude. So I don't think it'll really just affect him as much as people think it. You know, it's cold weather. They football players, man. They've been playing in this shit their whole life. So it it won't affect him. But I don't think he'll have the best game, you know. Yeah, I mean, they'll get get handled. Yeah, you, you have no reason to think he would have the best game. He hasn't. He hasn't yeah, he you know, really showed that he's on that path to, yeah. to you know. But yeah. you know, he, he surprised us, so maybe he, maybe he really is a miracle worker. Um, I, I don't I don't think we'll see him throw another touchdown pass to himself. No, nah, that won't happen. <laughs> that won't happen. They won't win. Uh, but I think Mariota has a bright future, though. I really do. Peyton Manning, you know, he this is Mariota, what, third year? Yeah. Third season? Yeah, Peyton Manning had a bad third season. He wasn't too, you know, great his third year either. So, oh man, you must, you must be listening to Nashville Sports Talk Radio or something. Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I I, asked. I, just, I did a little research. I just wanted to see how past quarterbacks has, have done. And okay, he was one that popped up, and his third season wasn't too great either. So we'll see. You know, he, he he's still growing. Yeah, I got I got faith. I got faith in me. I think he'll be a really, really, really good quarterback. I got faith in him. Um, another interesting storyline in this is uh, our boy Shaq Mason. Shout out to Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, Shout out Shaq C-Town Mason. Was good. The first uh, first Super Bowl winner I know of to reside in Columbia or to be from Columbia. Um, That's the only one I know too. Getting to play his his basically his hometown team. Uh, I believe Shaq grew up a Titans fan. I know when he was at Georgia Tech, he would cheer for him and stuff. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not the biggest moment of his career, obviously, because he won a ring last year. But this has got to be a special moment for him. Uh, just, you know, getting to play against the team that he grew up watching. Uh, mm-hmm. And pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's good stuff. And, and Sha- good stuff. Shaq gets the block for the greatest of all time. Uh, we we got to get Shaq on the show. Um, let him yeah. let him tell our listeners his story and just just about his college career and what it's like to play for Belichick and in front of Tom Brady, be, yeah. be basically yeah. the man in charge of protecting Brady. Shaq, yep. if you listen to him talk during the game or if you read some of these in, in-depth articles, they'll tell you that, that they think he's the best lineman on that team. Uh, and he's, he's young. He's third yeah. year? Third year, he, I believe. He does a really good job. He does a really good job. He And he's not the biggest lineman either. Man, that dude is—he looks small out there. Yeah, he's going against, and he's going against guys like like Von Millers and and guys like that. That's crazy. Like he's and he does a really good job. He does really well of blocking for 
Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, you great now, but you got a got a good offensive lineman up there. Does yeah, I hope he's taking care of my boy. <laughs> yeah, does a really good job. You owe them. You owe them. I'm <laughs> 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 protecting you, man. You owe them boys. Shoot. So yeah, we're gonna get try try to get Shaq on the show uh once his season is over and things have calmed down for him. So be on the lookout for that, hopefully. Um just before we go into the next game, the Titans are thirteen and a half point underdogs. Uh would you bet on the Titans or in the points or would you take the Patriots? You think the Patriots are winning by fourteen or more? Yeah. Patriots by fourteen or more. I would. I I think I would bet on the Titans. I think I would take the Titans on that bet. I'm telling you, man. Well, hey, we'll see. I'm telling you. I I think it's going to be closer than than everyone's expecting. These ain't the Chiefs. (laughs) They ain't going to play one half. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's go on to uh, Sunday's game, the early game, which is at. Noon Central Time, we got Jacksonville, the uh, almighty Jaguars led by Blake Bortles going into Pittsburgh um, and trying to take down the Steelers. The, you know, this is basically the Jags D versus Killer Bees. Uh, what do you think about this game, Q? Man, I think it'll be a, a good game. I really do. I think, you know, a lot of people expecting the Steelers to just dominate the Jaguars. I'm like, how? They this, the Jags whooped their ass earlier this year. Yeah, they did. They did. They and, got uh, in the Steelers earlier this year. So that was the game when too. that was the game. Big Ben afterwards, he was like, maybe, maybe I don't have it. Maybe I don't have it anymore. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, when you think about it, you know the Jags had that man second guessing his himself. So I don't think the Jags do anything differently from from that game. I don't think they will. They might tweak something here and there. But I think the Jags did will will be after Big Ben again. Big Ben ain't like he used to be. He can't just run out the pocket no more like he used to. So and that Jags defense is fast. Them yeah. dudes, they got they fast. They got guys flying all over the place in the secondary. They they they're good. They're real good. I mean, every tackle is a gang tackle with that unit. Yeah, them guys. <laughs> yeah, they, it, definitely. They they and they, they they just fast man. They, Man, A B and that's your guy. That's my Mr. boy. Mr. Antonio Brown and and Le'Veon Bell. I think it'll be up to one of those other receivers if the Steelers was the win. I'm going with the Jaguars this game, by the way. Oh man. I'm picking the upset. I'm going for the they go up the they go up to Pittsburgh, Heinz Field, and they handle business. They handle business. Shout out to my man Jalen Ramsey. Six one five. He gonna he gonna they gonna him and AJ gonna do their thing. The whole damn defense gonna do their thing. Now the offense, I don't know. I think they'll I think they'll surprise some people. I think they'll finally put up some kind of points on the board. I don't think they just stay the same. It won't be like the Bills and Jags game from last week. It'll be a totally different game. Because if you play, if they go into that game playing like that, they could they lose easy. Steelers will beat them easy, but I don't think they will though. Man, we disagree again because I think I think the Steelers are going to put it on the Jags. I I just I think the Jags offense is going to kill them. I I don't think they can move the ball. 
Uh, and you can't just keep giving Big Ben and this this offensive unit the ball back uh, via punt, you know. So so maybe he maybe the Jags make a couple plays on defense like they did in the previous meeting uh, where they put it on the Steelers. But I think with Antonio Brown back and uh, Ian Rappaport says he's a hundred percent. He he posted the videos with Ocho Cinco down there. He, he looked he looked like he was moving good to me. Um, and in the first game they played, AB had 157 yards. So, uh, I, and on the other side, they didn't have Juju Smith Schuster. He was not, you know, even a thought yet. He kind of emerged later on in the season. Um, and then they still got Martavis Bryan as the vertical threat. So that's a good matchup. AB, uh, Martavis, and Juju versus Jalen Ramsey, AJ Bouye, and uh, Barry Church back there. Um, but I, I think the Steelers D is probably better than Buffalo's overall. Um, and the Jags scored 10 points against Buffalo. Blake Bortles had 87 yards passing or whatever it was. It was 87 or 88, one and two hell. Cause the other one was his rushing total. Uh, so <laughs> I, I just, the Steelers are seven and a half point favorites. And, and I think they win by more than that. I, I just, I, I, I can't see how the Jags score points. I can't see it. They're gonna figure a, it out, man. They gonna, a couple months you. ago, a couple months ago, Blake Bortles didn't look as nearly as bad as he looks now. True. I mean, whatever confidence he had is down the shitter. Because, but I think he got it back last week. I think How? He got it back. I With eighty seven yards. Look, it, that don't look, man. That don't mean nothing, man. Blake Bortles is is wired different. He's not like the typical quarterback. And yeah, we see he sucks. Like, yeah, he is ass. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but he has showed some flashes this year that he can be a good quarterback in this damn league. No, none of the defenses respect him. Not 31 other teams, those defense do not respect this man. They don't. But I'm telling you, man, the Steelers, they 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 gonna get at the Steelers. They're gonna get at the Steelers. This defense will definitely get at the Steelers. A B, he'll do what he do. Juju, he might do what he do. For me, Ben Roethlisberger is the problem for me. He's so sometimey, man. He he <laughs> he is sometimey. He's been sometimey all year. I I don't I don't trust this Ben Roethlisberger. The one is this year's Ben Roethlisberger. I I hadn't really trusted him all year. And yeah, he has been playing good football here lately, but I still don't trust him. And we, I don't. I don't. Well, we have we haven't even mentioned Le'Veon Bell. Um, you know, yeah. when, when they played the Steelers early on, or yeah, when the Jacks played the Steelers earlier on in the season, Le'Veon was coming off that holdout. You know, he wasn't really in training camp or anything. And uh, Tomlin kind of, he wasn't really using him all that much early on in the season, if you remember. So that that's a new wrinkle that they're going to have too. And uh, I mean, Juju, Juju, when Antonio was out, he led the league in receiving yards. So they, they got weapons, but this offense against this defense, that's probably the best matchup you can ask for in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with that. But you're taking the Jags, though. Yeah, I mean, you you got the Jags, <laughs> I got the Steelers, so that, that's yet another one we disagree on. Uh, well, the only one we do agree on is that the Patriots are going to beat the Titans, but but I think it's going to be a little bit closer than you you think it's going to be a blowout like the rest of America, like y'all didn't yeah. just see. Marcus Mariota lead the largest comeback in road playoff history. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> that, that impressed me. Do it again. 
right. Now, let, let's move on to the last game. I can't believe you're rolling with the Jags. Uh, <laughs> uh, Crazy, huh? It, it is. I, I, you, you told me you were going to, and I thought you were joking. But uh, So the finale for the divisional round, we got the Saints traveling to Minnesota where they will play the number two seed Vikings and where it used to be cold, but not no more. No, no more. No, sir. So that means, guess what? I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. Who that? We that. Who that? Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. I'm rolling. Now this is a this is this is a team I think the bye we could get. I think the bye we could get the Vikings. Why why you think that? And and we didn't even mention the bye week to the Steelers. We didn't even mention mention the bye week with the Steelers, but they needed no, it because they had to get yeah. Antonio back. Yeah, they did need it. They definitely needed it. And it helped the Steelers because of their reason, because of Antonio. Yeah. But in in, in the Vikings' favor, I don't think it'll help them. So you don't believe in Case Keenum? Look, you got contenders and you got pretenders. I think the Vikings are pretenders. I don't think they're contenders, man. There's they a lot of – look, the Saints have been playing really, 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 really well. Really well. They go up to Minnesota in a dome. They're not outside. Now, if they were outside in the cold – then I'll probably bet against them. But I'm not betting against them in a dome against the Vikings. The Vikings' defense is great. It's good. And I'm sure they'll have uh, Xavier Rhodes on Michael Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees' biggest target. I'm sure they'll have that matchup going. But they're in a dome. And and Kamara and Ingram are not going to be, you know, they're not going to have the games they had last week. It's not gonna happen. I, I just don't see it. Them guys will get. Them are the two guys that will get off. Kamara's gonna get off this game. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. He will get off this game. But Drew Brees, I, 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 it all goes back to him, man. He's been phenomenal. The most accurate passing quarterback in the league. He's he's great, and he will have a big day. Him. And Kamara will have some big days. And the reason why Drew will have a big day is because of Kamara. They're gonna have to throw it, they're gonna have to throw out their backfield against this Vikings defense. They're gonna have to. Yeah. So that's my pick. I don't and I, and I, and Case Keenum, Case Keenum is another guy I don't believe in. Sorry. But but you believe in Nick Foles. Yeah. Because he's been there before. Case Keenum, come on, man. What has Case Keenum really done in his career? What, what is I'm not advocating. I don't have anything to say about Case Keenum. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. I hope not because he ain't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm like you. I, I'm rolling with the Saints. I, I think they're they're just playing too good. Kind of like how I feel about the Falcons. But the, the Vikings are still a three and a half point favorites, which was surprising. And uh, these two teams played the first week of the regular season, if you remember. Because uh, yeah. it was AP coming back to Minnesota, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, Kamara no was Kamara wasn't even really thought about. Um, you know, by by Saints fan Saints fans were probably thinking about him. They probably heard about him in training camp, but we yeah. weren't thinking about him. Um, and Sam Bradford was the quarterback for the Vikings. So but these teams are both looking completely different. And yeah. also, I was reading on like some Vikings fan boards or something. I forgot that these two teams played in the divisional round in 2010 
and it was the uh, bounty hunters game when the when the Saints were accused of you know giving players <laughs> extra money to go at uh-huh. Brett Favre's head, and and yeah. they, they won that game thirty one twenty eight in overtime, uh, and so you know the 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 Vikings fans I, I read that they they've got this whole revenge tour they're like if we win this game and then play so and so they beat us at this point uh, the, the Vikings the Vikings fans are k- kind of bitter they seem like and then I was reading mm-hmm. the uh, the Minnesota paper I think it's like the Star Tribune I'm not exactly sure which one but it was complaining that the Vikings drew the Saints in the second round. And I mean, I, I don't blame them because you know if you're the the two seed Steelers, you get the Jags. That's what he said. If you, if you're the two seed in the AFC, you get a Jags team that their quarterback can't even throw for a hundred yards, basically. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he he was complaining that the Vikings are the two seed and get re- rewarded with playing the Saints. But that's how it is when you got a tough division. You know, it's just like the yeah. NBA Western Conference. Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. So, but the the Vikings do match up well with the Saints. Uh, they they got the second ranked run defense, and then they got Xavier Rhodes, like you said, going to be on Michael Thomas. Uh, do you know if uh, Rhodes shadows or if he stays on one side? Because I'm not sure. I think for this, he usually stays on one side, but I think he following this game. It's the playoffs. I, you're not going to hold back anything. You you're going to throw everything at a team that you got. So. Yeah. I'm, Pretty sure that he will be following Michael Thomas everywhere yeah. he go. I, I, I would imagine so too. Him, so. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't, I don't see him not following him. Because if, if I'm coaching, I'm telling him, hey, wherever he go, you go. Yeah, so, so I would agree. And Xavier Rhodes, he's one of the best best defensive backs in the league. He uh, he got good size. He's not as big as Michael Michael Thomas, but he uh, I think he had the highest vertical jump in his draft class, so he can get up there yeah. if he needs to. Uh, yeah. and the Vikings D also allowed greater than 10 points just one time in the last five games, and they haven't allowed a 200-yard passer since November 23rd. So it, this is one of those games where something's got to give. The, the Saints did lose uh, the guard. They lost big Andrus Pete last week to injury. He broke his fibula. And yeah. then, you know, the Saints on the road, they've only been four and four this season, but they're in a dome. They're on, in the road on a dome, or yeah. on the road in a dome. <laughs> shouldn't yeah, that that's, why I, that's why I like them for this game. I think they'll do well. I think they'll get off to a hot start. I think they'll get off to a hot start. The Vikings, they'll be rusty, just like every other team with a bye week. They'll start out a little slow. Yeah. But, yeah, I think by the time they do get started, it'll be too late. Yeah, I, I I agree, and I like what you said about uh, Kamara out of the backfield. Kamara, Kamara. What, what's weird is when they ask him how to say his name, he said, "I don't care. You just say it how you want." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right, dude. Uh, but yeah, the, the him out of the backfield—that's a game changer that the Saints uh, never really had because back when they used to have Sproles back there. Uh, you know, you knew that they probably weren't going to hand it to him, but they'll they'll hand that rock to. Alvin, you know, every time if if he's getting yards. So I think the Saints are too hot, too hot yeah. for the Vikings. You know, all all the talk about the Vikings being the first team to play in their home stadium and all that in the Super Bowl, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and it's not going to happen because 
the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. Like I said in our last podcast, this team is too good. The Saints, Drew Brees finally has a defense. Drew Brees has weapons at every position. Uh, he doesn't. It doesn't reside just on him, but when he needs to make plays, he looks like he's as sharp as ever uh, last game. So I, I think we're getting Saints-Falcons, at NFC South championship game, and – uh, I, yeah, I think the Saints are going to be victorious in that one too, but we'll save that for next week. So we, we're both rolling with the Saints, and we're both rolling with the Pats. Yep, Pats and Saints. I got Jags, and and, and hopefully we can get some clean officiating. I, I hate when we have these questionable calls that yeah. get overturned, don't get overturned. You know, hopefully it's a it's a clean week of football. Uh, since since we had our jinx in our orig- original shows, we always like to wish good health to the players. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> everybody playing, everybody on the sidelines, the cameramen, the, the trainers, everybody. We don't want anybody getting hurt out there. No. We are trying to break the jinx. Please, please, we have jinxed. I don't know how many players. <laughs> <laughs> we we that's when we're talking about MVPs and yeah. And, I guess we got the MVP jinx. <laughs> yeah, we we had, we had to cut that segment out. So yeah, we, uh, I, I was I was thinking about asking who you think is going to get it, but we'll save that yeah, for later. Yeah, I saved it for <laughs> – when did they announce the MVP? Is it – oh, I think it's after. I think it's right after. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly, but – I think they have uh, – no, that's the NBA. They got the little show now. Yeah, I can't remember when the NFL does it, and yeah. you know that. If it ain't, if it's not before, if it's, I'll I'll say mine during the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure out when it's gonna happen, just, and we'll yeah. we'll say it right before, so nobody gets yeah. hurt. Hurt, uh, yeah. Every, every player we've talked about in the MVP talks, something's happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's all we got NFL wise. Uh, like like we said, Q's got the Eagles. I'm rolling Falcons. We both got the Patriots over the Titans. Uh, Q's got the Jags. I got the Steelers. And then we both got the Saints. <laughs> Q got the Jags. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> but but before we get out of here, uh, shout out to the Alabama Crimson Tide, another national championship in what was really a great game. Uh, yeah. Georgia was winning most of the game. Alabama was struggling. Uh, of course, they benched Jalen Hurts at, at the half, brought in that Tua guy, and, yeah. I mean, he, he was money. Yeah, it, it almost makes you wonder if Nick Saban, serious, seriously, if he, if, he wait, if he waited, if he held that guy until the second half of the championship game, it was like, if, if things are going bad, I'm going to plug him in, and he's going to bring us back, like, yeah, Saban's so good. Like maybe, maybe he really, really had that in it in the back of his mind. Yeah, he's the he's the goat. He's the greatest college football coach of all time, in my opinion. I know a lot of people out there don't like him, but and I'm not the biggest fan of Nick Saban either. But you gotta call it when you see it because the dude is, especially after this game that they go in halftime with 13-0 down, then they come back out. And they got a freshman, true freshman quarterback that has never been in this type of game. And he comes in and lights up Alabama. 
Looks like he'd been doing it for years. Yeah, look like he reminded me of Russell Wilson. Yeah, he really did. He reminded me of Russell Wilson. I saw a lot of people saying that. So uh, the Crimson Tide win again, and unfortunately, we got a lot of SEC fans. Uh, unfortunately for y'all, they got a they had a bunch of freshmen on that field last night. So you got two more years of most of those guys on that field, and you know they're going to reload at they the other position. A freshman running back. Yeah. They even brought in a friend, the fourth string running back. He was a fourth string running back, and he came in and was ball. Yeah, and he had most of the carries. I, I was wondering what happened to Scarborough because because he was kind of the 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 main guy last year, and they just they just get running back after running back after yeah. running back, and it seems like each one is bigger or stronger or faster than the other one. So yeah, they got that a hell of a next man up mentality down in Alabama. So. They got five star players on the field, and shit, one of them go down, they're gonna hit you with another one. So, yep, that's, that's dangerous. It's crazy. All right, so this has been the first episode of the Cutback, courtesy of the Barn Burner Podcast Network. I'm Slim, and that's Q. Q, welcome to the Barn Burner, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Hey. Appreciate the barn, brother. I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> I think I think we were supposed to do that at the top of the show, but uh, you know, sometimes we forget, yes. man. We we were ready to talk about the NFL. We had like a thirty minute pre show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, good talk. That was good. We'll be back next week with a recap and a look ahead to the conference uh, conference championship games. We'll holler at y'all then. Peace.